I'm Cathy Van Royen from Chatty Cathy. The world has changed since I've started these podcasts. Normal looks different. And it sounds different. Now more than ever, stories are waiting to be told. And I'm here to share them with you. Peter Darrell is a successful businessman, mentor, athlete, with 50 years of extraordinary running, he has many stories to share. He's passionate about helping others, and now, in this time of uncertainty, he poses the challenge, why live by default when you can live by design? And once again, Peter, we meet online in the lockdown of April 2020, and it's a nice crisp morning, it seems like. What have you been up to this past week? Well, I suppose it's more a case of, of memories uh, that uh, there were no races or anything like that to take part in. So I just had to do my own quiet little Mazanzi challenge, um, running alone and uh, uh, on quiet streets on my way to the shop and back again. But that's all I could do. Um, so I just looked to see what races I would have been running uh, if it had been no, if there'd been no lockdown, yeah. and uh, Sunday was Sunday was was the Birchwood 10k stroke half marathon, and that's turned out to be to be a great event. And then just to add to it, on Facebook somebody showed a video clip of last year's running, and it showed what a great venue it is. It's run from a conference center out in Boxburg North, which literally borders onto Yan or Oliver Tamba Airport. And okay. uh, so you have this constant flight of, of planes coming in, flying over, over the over the conference center and then and then landing across the freeway at, at the airport. Um, and we've got to the stage because parking's an issue. So um, we would book into the conference center on, on the Saturday evening, and then fall out of bed on the on the Sunday morning, and uh, you you're at the start of the race, which is which oh, is nice. quite nice. Uh, the other thing that they do there is that they, they have a number of of school bands from the area. So you you'll start off, and and I say from the area, it's actually the Springs Band that plays okay. a big part in it. And uh, so before the race starts, you will have the school band marching down, marching down between the runners, and uh, and then leading nice. leading the runners off. So it just it just adds to the atmosphere. And oh, that's good. And um, then the race also runs, finishes coming down. I say finishes, it's probably a couple of k's before the finish, you run down North Rand Road, which is which is a busy a busy road, but there's there's lots to see and a flat course and a, and a, and a nice atmosphere. So okay. it's one of the, it's one of the one of the special races. But yeah. but again again, you know, the East Rand is is flat and drab. So there is a bit of that, but uh, I think if one is looking for a good time, and, and particularly I would be saying if you want to run a very good 10K time, 
it's yeah. it's a race to to go and and, and do. So it, it it's it's quite good. The other other exciting thing about it, it's got iconic T-shirts, and and close to say the best T-shirts in the business. Okay. Um, and then on Saturday Saturday in Pretoria, it was the the Maruda the Marula Sun uh, 10 stroke 21. Now in the good old days, um, <laughs> when, it, when it started, it was, in the, it was in the old regime and really in the old regime when we had these independent homelands and Marula Sun was in Bapudetswana and the claim to fame was that it was the closest casino uh, to, to Pretoria, I was going to say, to anywhere in Gauteng. Uh, mm. It was just, just across the way from, from Pretoria. And okay. um, so we would go there and also spend the Saturday night staying at the hotel and then run, run on the uh, uh, Saturday morning. Lovely race. It was, in, it was in the country in those days. And whilst and most of it was run on dirt roads, but it was it was country roads. But as okay. time went on, that whole area has has been built up, and uh, so traffic became a major thing. And and then when casinos and they did away with the, the homelands, and casinos opened up in into Gauteng, it lost its attraction, and the hotel eventually wound down and. Uh, I don't even know whether it still has a still has a casino license anymore, but it, it had its own appeal, and we had some lovely lovely times up there. And it was I, I particularly found it um, an, a nice. It was a two lap a two lap uh, half marathon course, so I found it a particular nice one. Good. And it just Good. brought back all sorts of memories when I when I when I thought about it. Also in those days, Sun City. Um, were, had, was a, a major marathon uh, uh, attraction. They had the Sun City Marathon, which went on for about 10 years. It was organized by, by Rocky Roadrunners. Oh, wow. Uh, and uh, uh, my, my first introduction to it was that I was running a race in Pretoria and, and they had a lucky draw prize based on, well, when I say based on your finishing position, it was a you know, lucky number being your finishing position. Yeah. Two of us ran together, finished together. And I think I stood back and let my two mates go ahead of me. Uh, <laughs> and, and it was a case of, and I won the lucky draw prize, which was, which was a, a weekend for two at Sun City with all accommodation paid for. And oh, I wow. used, that, used that to run my first Sun City marathon. And I had some very fond memories of, of running Sun City Marathon and, uh, and, yeah, and so great. on. Uh, and that was, that was a great one. Super. The other race that was on the, over the weekend was the, was the Loscorp. Now, you ran Loscorp as well, didn't you? Yeah, I've done it a few times. It's, I really, it's one of those enjoyable races. Um, I do, I think, because they, they close the roads off to, uh, to traffic and it feels like you're running in the country. And there's some really beautiful uh, long stretches of of autumn felt with cosmos and 
you know, that, that crisp, not quite winter feel, but and it's, and it's just very well organized. Yeah, no, again, I've got, I've got, I've got, fond, I've got fond memories of those. Just, a, just an interesting uh, sideline on that one. Sue was the first lady to complete twenty Loscop uh, ultra marathons. Oh wow! And, Sue being uh, Sue being your wife. Yes. Wow. Uh, so she's got she's got twenty of those. Uh, I don't know how many how many I completed, but uh, I've got a permanent number from that. But I'd actually forgotten about the scenery till till you mentioned it. Yeah, look, I don't I don't chase the, the permanent numbers anymore. There was a couple of years I didn't do it. And the one year was one of the wettest ones. So I was really glad to be watching the you know the fo the, the photographs on Facebook instead of <laughs> running in because it was also a particularly cold one. Um and and it was you know a lot of people got good times because obviously they're trying to run out get out of the rain and the, the terrible weather but um i was glad to have missed that year but yeah i don't i don't have as many as certainly not as many as you and i know definitely not as many as so, sue so yes, nowhere near yes. a permanent number yeah no i can and, and there's some yeah there's some long pulls on that run as well eh? yes there is and the, the, and the downhill that, is quite a severe yeah, week so, the last you know, downhill. You've, you've, got the, you've got the two downhills. You've got the one that comes down through the kloof, uh, yes. ending at about 40 k's, and then a bit of a slog to 42. But that one coming down there is quite quite harsh. And then, of yeah. course, the last, the last two k's uh, from the top of, 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 of that hill coming down. But, uh, but that's when you get to the top there. And you see those beautiful views of the of the dam. Yeah, uh, that matches matches the beauty of any other race. So yes, did if you ever do the Did you ever do the half marathon? No, I've never done the half. I believe it's a little bit more off road, and I, I try to avoid the off road runs. I'll hike it, but I won't run it. <laughs> it's. I, I, I was thinking of it. I was thinking of it as I was out this morning. And it's I would call it I would call it dirt road as opposed to off road. So you're on a you're on a you're on a trail, but it really is. It's a very rough um, four by four trail, and yeah. so yeah, I, I, uh, but extremely tough. Uh, but again, uh, very very enjoyable. And uh, so I've got I've got I've got fond memories of. Of that one, uh, yeah. I, need, I only did it once. I said I would do it again, and but I never ever got round to doing it a, a second time. Yeah, um, but yeah. So it was it was it was a weekend, really, of spending more time reflecting on the good old days when we were able to do these races, and yeah. uh, wonderful to have those have those memories and and that sort of thing. Yeah, and you you were saying that you know, the casinos were were a big draw card in the early years, um, and now obviously it doesn't seem to be that that much of a draw card. The running itself is the draw card, but I think in the, in the early days it was a way of getting um, people to come find of getting, of getting people out there. Uh, um, in the in the in the late the late seventies, early eighties, 
Holiday Inn became one of the big sponsors of road running in South Africa. And mm, okay. they would they would host events like at well, Mafeking was one that I went to. I, I never ran the Amtata Marathon, but again it was run from the from the Holiday Inn and Amtata where there was a casino. Um, um, and then I also I, I, I remember running the Holiday Inns at Ermelo. Uh, I also remember staying at the Holiday Inn in Harry Smith. Not that I ran the race there, but they would have at places at places like that. Uh, as I think of these casinos, there was the old Celtic 64k run from Bloemfontein to Tobanchu. And again, at oh, wow. the Manchu, there was a, there was a casino, and yeah. so those were attractions, and it just made for interesting, interesting away trips, and then gave something something different to do. I think in the early years, I remember. I think we filmed the Tabanchu Marathon um, in the TV world because that sounds familiar. And I think it was also on Tata, but that might be in choirs as well. So yeah, sadly, I mean, I mean, it was a good thing at the, at, the, at the time, but I mean, sadly now a lot of those races no longer exist, which I suppose is par for the course. And, and the way going forward, there might well be a lot more reshuffle with when the um, quarantine and the lockdown starts to lift and we begin to see the casualties of, of the economic lockdown too. So Yes. I suppose that's that's the nature of what happens as life really. Is, eh? Yeah. So at least you've got a good you've got a good tapestry of races to to share with us. And it's always interesting to hear the kind of races that, that once were. And um you know, you and Sue still being very active in the running world, I think it's very commendable to to hear the likes of your stories and, and your achievements because I think it's history that that can go down almost undocumented for for the best part. So well, it's just, nice to hear. Just, just talking to you now, I suddenly get memories of, of of the race literally finishing in the casino in King Williamstown of all places, and uh, well, yeah, and and that sort of thing. But uh, we'll save those for another day. So at least now we've got you know we've got time because there's no races actually happening, so we don't talk about your actual run, but to hear yes. to hear about these stories. So it's really cool. So. Thanks, Peter, for sharing a little bit more um, of the history and the running history within South Africa and beyond of the, you know, the old regime with the, the old homelands, as it were. And um, yes. it's been fascinating to hear. So thanks again. Wonderful. Wonderful to be with you. Have a wonderful day.